You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Michael McIntyre. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Listen, I wanted to make an announcement that we have our next level experience beginning April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd right here in Big D, Dallas, Texas, baby. So if you want to apply for this amazing three-day intensive, listen, it's not for snowflakes. It takes you on. It's changing your life in a better way, in a Jesus, Holy Spirit-filled way. Hey, it's taking it all to the next level. Your business, your physical, your relational, your spiritual. Come on. John 10, 10 is what we base this on. The enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundant, and we are all about abundant. Check us out. It costs you no money up front. Yeah. All you have to do is apply. We'll let you know when, exactly what hotel it's going to be at and when it is. And if you're coming in from out of state, we've got a great rate at the Hilton Hotel, one of the Hiltons here in Dallas, so we can bless you in that aspect. And at the end of the program, if you want to bless us going forward, that's all right. If not, that's all right, too, because we're all about kingdom building. This is a kingdom, wealth building, relational building, spiritual building, three-day event, and it's incredible. Go check it out at themichaelmcintyre.com. Now enjoy this amazing Next Level podcast. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast. And we are honored today to have a superhero. That's right. I said it. A superhero in Studio M. Yeah, baby. Hey, this guy is something else. I'll just read a little bit quick on his bio because if I started reading this whole bio, it would take up the whole 45 minutes. This guy has done so much. He's a serial entrepreneur. He owns several companies. Uh, based in Dallas, Texas, which he moved to Dallas, which that's a whole other story, which we'll talk about. Um, but he's got Integrity Pet Nutrition. He's got Lone Star 3PL, Maverick Mercantile, uh, Quantum Kingdom Network. This thing is so cool. Canine Supplements and Barkley RX. This guy is amazing. His At his wedding, uh, he's got the, the, the Ducks Dynasty family at his wedding, his first wedding, I think it was. Uh, is that right, Steve? Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. Willie, so, Willie was my best man back, yes, back in the day. Yes, yeah. and he's he's been out there. He's toured. He's he's promoted Garth Brooks. He's been with uh, some of the uh, the the famous uh, in Hollywood and also in the music industry. And um, I got to know this man. This guy is a kingdom uh, believer. He's a brother in Christ. He's got an amazing, beautiful family. And I just like to welcome here Steve Hopkins here to the Next Level Podcast. Good morning, brother. Hey, man, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, just going over your stuff here with uh, Brianna and my staff. And like, Brianna's like, can you believe all this? I said, yes. I remember when when uh, we had a, a consultation call, I don't know, five, six, seven months ago, and you were telling me about the stuff with Garth Brooks. It's, it's really cool stuff. And yeah. uh, Grace Slick and all these things that you've done and the stuff that you did in Oklahoma at the State Fair. Man, how, how, and you're a young guy. I mean, gosh, you're still a young man. And, you, you know, you've been married to this amazing woman, Denise, for the last 15 years. You got these children. Uh, bro, where do you get the energy, man? I mean, you are blowing and going like like you're like you're like uh, on fire. Man, you only live once. I want to do it all and I want to see it all. So, you know, no, no, no rest for the for the weary, I guess. Yeah. 
I get it. I understand. All right, man. So you're such a, an amazing, and you know, I come across a lot of serial entrepreneurs in my business and my coaching and stuff, but you're, a, you, you not only uh, talk to talk, but you walk to walk. You've made hundreds of millions on this stuff. You've done so well in different aspects in this business and you've created stuff out of nothing, which I love that because you're a marketer, you're a builder. Uh, we talked about this before the show and how you're such, you're like, you're a fire starter from, you know, an amazing fire starter, but all these businesses you do are big time. So uh, tell me how, you know, first of all, your, your Oklahoma roots, what happened there? Uh, I want you to share with their, our listeners and our audience about how you changed the state fair in, uh, in Oklahoma. And then, and then about your Garth Brooks experience. Cause I think that's really cool stuff. Well, I was I was born and raised in Oklahoma. My dad was a drywall contractor, so I grew up, you know, slinging mud and walking on stilts and doing all that. And my mom was a stay-at-home mom when I was uh, when I was younger, and then she went on to become a naturopathic doctor, which led me into where I'm at now with the the uh, nutritional supplement businesses that we have. Um, but early on in my twenties, I. I was just always looking for opportunity. I went to I went to college for a couple of years and and realized college wasn't for me. I mean, if you want to be a doctor or a surgeon or something like that, you might want to go to, to to school and learn how to do that instead of learning off of YouTube videos. But um, <laughs> we didn't have YouTube back then, so I just I just dove in and looked for opportunity. And with the State Fair of Oklahoma, I believe it was in '91. Uh, there was an Aussie concert at the fair and two girls got kidnapped and, and I guess killed at, at that concert or from that concert. And I approached the state fair. I was 21 at the time. I approached the state fair that next year and said, Hey, you know, you've kind of got a black black mark on your name here. Let's do something to turn this around. And I wanted to implement family day at the state fair and they bought it. And, you know, I, I sold myself. That was my first big, you know, notch in my belt. And yeah. um, so it was awesome. The first show we did uh, that night at, at the first family day was Carmen and Cindy Morgan, a Christian artist. Carmen passed away last year, but um, we had 10, 11,000 people at that show. And wow. for the next two or three years, we sold out every family day concert that we did at the state fair i was the first person to ever have a partnership with the state fair besides ringling brothers circus come on and, bro uh, Man, that's a that's a big deal at 21 yeah yeah, huh. yeah were you yeah. shocked that you nailed that deal was that like was that like a paradigm shift in your life i didn't think about it i was just i thought i was 10 foot tall and bulletproof you know and, and, <laughs> I love and it. that the cool thing about that is that experience um, led to so many other, it's kind of like everything builds on itself. Right. And when you throw yourself out there and, and I guess become vulnerable doors are, are going to open up for you. That's exactly and right. I love that. So that's how it happened for me. Well, all right. So from there, okay. What happened next that was significant in your, in your career? We promoted concerts for a couple of years. Then the Oklahoma City bombing happened in 95. Yep. And I was doing, uh, we had a concert scheduled with Rich Mullins back then in downtown Oklahoma City. Rich Mullins is the guy that he wrote so many incredible pieces of music. Um, awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rich was just a cool dude. Um, I did several shows with him over the years. And the cool thing about Rich was, the band and the crew would would drive in on the bus 
Rich drove in barefooted in his <laughs> in his old like 1977 Ford pickup truck with his with his uh, yellow lab in tow. He would walk into the concert venue with a cigarette in hand and his dog right next to him barefooted, <laughs> put his cigarette out, and he'd walk out on stage in front of everybody and do his thing. I mean, he was as real as you get. So anyway, I digress. That led um, the state fair thing led um, to whenever the bombing happened, and right. we had that concert scheduled with Rich. So we turned that show into a benefit concert for the victims' family members wow. of the bombing. Wow! And um, so you had a natural ability for public relations at this point. I mean, you know, and were you following Jesus at this point? I was. Actually. Okay. And so the Holy Spirit was guiding you in this process, saying, "Hey." You know, here this tragic deal, and some of our some of our listeners and people are watching probably don't know about the Oklahoma bombing. So we've got some we got some older millennials on here, or younger millennials and Genzers. Look up Oklahoma City bombing in 1995, terrorist bombing, uh, home homemade terrorist terrorist bombing. It it changed everything. It really it did. did. And yeah. uh, I think there was like 323 people that got killed in that thing, including children and women. So it was a horrible, horrible event. I never forget it. Uh, and so, but you decided to have that. Then you changed this thing to support the families and the benefit uh, of the of the deceased in this thing. We did, we did, and we went on to do a few more shows um, over the course of the next couple of months just to try to raise money and yeah. and donated all of those all that funds all those funds to feed the children who was yeah. kind of administering. The money at that time to the you know they're based in oklahoma city right administering those funds to the families um that concert led me to meet larry jones with feed the children and um which a year later he he called me and asked me to come on board with feed the children as their artist and celebrity relations director in the public relations department so i did that for about a year and a half larry jones and i butted heads all the time. I'm not someone that can work well <laughs> taking orders from somebody else. Um, I quit Feed the Children and then went on as a consultant with them. And he and I traveled together all the time. And and he's he was a wonderful man. And we got along uh, great and did some awesome things together. It's awesome. And then, all right, so that that went through, then Garth Brooks came into your life. Yep. Garth had a relationship with Feed the Children. They were his charity okay. of choice and Feed the Children had one of their trucks out on the road with Garth and they would collect food or non-perishable stuff at every Garth concert. So I went out on the road with Garth for, for several years wow. and um, it was cool because in a, any given city Garth would go into and he might do five, five nights in a row and mm -hmm. sell out every single show. So the first night in the city, we would open up with the press conference and I would lead off the press conference and talk about Feed the Children, their relationship with Garth. And then I would introduce Garth. Garth would come out and and do his thing. And and uh, I would fly out the next morning and meet awesome. up with him the, the next week in the next city. So um, there was that that led to and I, I was trying to jog my memory and think about how that opened that door with Yoko Ono. <laughs> That and that and that that I was reading in your uh, your bio. That is crazy working with John Lennon's estate, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you know. And all right, so my my on this because I know you're a Holy Spirit filled business guy, and so yeah. uh, you know. And I know you know. I've talked to Sean Bowles about this a lot, and he's coached me on this. And uh, how did the Holy Spirit lead you in these endeavors? Did you hear from the Holy Spirit? Did you guy? Was it a gut thing, or was it? How did it? How did it come for you, Steve? Man, I just always felt like if the doors were open and God wasn't telling me not to go through them, you have that gut check, you know, right. and you, you know when it's just not a good deal. 
Um, so I was seeking the Holy Spirit, but as doors would continue to open, I just walked through them until, you know, it was time to move on. And as you can see, you know, just by the things I've done over the years, it's, you know, I'll do something for a few years and then move on to the next thing. That's just kind of how I roll. <laughs> yeah. um, I've never been one to, you know, take a job and work for 30, 40 years and then get my pension and retire. I mean, it's. Yeah, I know that's not in your DNA. No, right? not at all. Not at all. <laughs> All right. So, so, all right. So you come across Yoko Ono, John Lennon's estate. What happened with that, bro? That's so cool. He, John Lennon was also a visual artist. He, he did paintings and drawings and sketchings, that type of thing. So we took that show on the road. It was the artwork of John Lennon. And, and we would go into high-end hotels like the Ritz Carlton or Kempton properties, Ian Schrager properties. Um, and we would we would set up the show in these cities. It was a big media event. We would have a press conference before the show. And um, I tied Feed the Children into the John Lennon thing. So we had mm -hmm. charged two dollars at the door to get in. Feed the Children got all that money. And then we would sell the artwork. We would sell a quarter of a million dollars worth of that stuff in three days on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, I mean, it was it was I mean, John Lennon, but it was it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And that led to other relationships with other celebrities who were visual artists, Miles Davis, Jerry Garcia, yeah. uh, Janice Joplin, her brother, Michael and Laura Joplin. We worked close with them, um, getting Janice's stuff out on the road, Jimi Hendrix, um, and then Grace Slick, who, you know, I don't know how she made it out alive, but out of all those old rock and rollers, she's still kicking. And she still did uh, it. Yep. She always referred to me as her illegitimate son. And you've got to know Grace to, to know actually how funny that is. But um, it was a great, it was a great experience. I mean, in my twenties, I was on top of the world and, and living the dream. Literally, I yeah. thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah. Well, all right. So the world gave you a lot of that. You're still following Jesus during this period. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, and so what happened with your home life? What happened with your marriage? I was hustling too much. I was out on the road. I wasn't taking care of business at home. And, and, um, I went through a divorce, a very, yeah. um, a very tumultuous divorce. It, it went for two years. We went through, uh, counseling and, um, you know, tried to figure out how to maneuver all of that. And that was the first time in my life that failure had hit me in such a grand way. And, and it really, it really uh, did a number on me. I bet it did. I bet it kind of sent me in this spiral for the next twenty years, wow. and um, it was it was rough. I I eventually got custody of my boys and mm -hmm. and raised my boys, and then uh, met Denise. Uh, four years later, she and I got married, and and uh, we've got three kids together. She had one from her previous relationship. Mm -hmm. So blended family, we've got six kids. We've got eight mm -hmm. grandkids. <laughs> Um, that's awesome which is, which is amazing i still look in the mirror and wonder how in the world i've got eight grandkids but, I, I get it i get it i got three uh, I, or i got two one on the way i get it yeah yeah, yeah. well you're, you're younger than i am listen all right here i want to ask you this because i you know your story is compelling you know i think you know in our in our uh uh pre-show here i say hey man we gotta get this book written bro i mean come on i, I and i want to know if you did when, when you write this book because you need to write a memoir because it's amazing i mean just hanging out with yoko ono i mean that must have been interesting uh but uh grace lick i mean come on so uh all right so what would what i know this i'm putting you on the spot steve but hey you can pivot i know you can uh so what would be the name of your memoir oh man <laughs> oh 
man, I don't know. I mean, I was on top of the world and, you know, fell from grace and, and with your help and the help of other people, Dennis Lindsay and people like that, I've, I've made it back, man. And I've, I've got my fire back. I don't know what I would call the memoir. I do. I've been there, been there, done that back again, doing it again, something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Because I think you should bro, because I think your story needs to be out there. I mean, cause look, you know, um, I got to meet you and Denise at, you know, next level experience. How'd you guys hear about next level experience anyway? Kelly camp. Oh, that's right. KK. Kelly camp. Yeah. 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 We, we had been looking at moving our business to Dallas because Oklahoma, uh, legalized medical marijuana a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so all these grow operators have pretty much taken all up all the warehouse space in Oklahoma. I looked for a year for another warehouse, uh, so that we could scale this company and there just wasn't anything out there. And so I, we have been coming back and forth to Dallas since May, trying to find something. The real estate market here is so hot. You know, we couldn't find a place to live. And, you know, you're in line behind 60 other people putting right. in an offer on a house. And so I finally told Denise, I'm like, I'm done. If you want to move to Dallas, you figure it out. And uh, I'm not going to go down there every weekend trying to do this. So I've known Kelly for about 12 years mm. and she's like a sister to me. Yeah. And um, I, I basically brought, you know, said, Hey, I need, I need your help trying to find us a place. And, and I would love for you to work with me, you know, if, if we're able to move to Dallas, she basically said, I'll help you find a place, but I'm not working with you until you go to NLE. And I'm like, what's <laughs> NLE? And so you, I had signed up on the, on the site for like your mailing list and a week prior, you had put out a thing that, hey, there's seven slots left or whatever. And I, I told Kelly, I'm like, well, let me see if I can find someone to watch the kids and, and we'll come down for it. In the back of my mind, knowing I'm not going to look for anyone to watch the kids. I'm not going <laughs> to. Um, and she's like, well, you've got somebody to watch the kids, bring them with you and they can stay with me. So I'm like, crap, man, I've got to go to this, this deal. <laughs> so we walked in and um, I mean, Nicole and Brianna and, and and your whole team was amazing, but um, I can't, I, I don't even know where to begin, man. It was, it was so transformational for Denise and I, um, because over the course of the last 20 years, when I went through my divorce, it was like I sunk into a black hole mm -hmm. and I stopped believing in myself. Yeah. I stopped dreaming. In fact, I told you at NLE, you know, we had to all stand up there in our little group yeah. and tell what our dreams were. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how to dream anymore. Yeah, I didn't. I was yeah. living a mediocre, complacent life. I mean, we were making money. We owned restaurants. Right. We did. But I was missing something. Yeah, I was missing that fire and that spark yeah. that the Holy Spirit gives you. I've always wanted to do ministry full time. I've worked for several churches that always went south. The church split. Somebody's ripping the church off for money. Right. Or, That's right. And I'm right. like, I'm not working for another church. Right. If I do ministry, I want to be a tent maker. I want to pay my own way. Come on. So I can call my own shots. I don't want to have to you know, come in <laughs> yeah. under all this and deal with deal with people. But right. um, I didn't know how to get back. I didn't know how to get that spark back. My heart was hard. I loved God. I mean, yeah. I still sang and listened to Christian music and I loved God, but I didn't like his people a whole lot. I and, get it. Um, you somehow that weekend, man, with you, with your, your little mallet and your chisel, you chipped away <laughs> at my heart and 
brought me back. I tell people all the time, you know, McIntyre's my Moses. He brought me out of Egypt. Come on, bro. And, oh, man, uh, you just touched my heart, man. You, you'll give I'm me serious. every time on that, Steve. I'll buy whatever you're selling. Come on. No, I'm serious, <laughs> man. I mean, and Denise can tell you. And this is actually the first time I'm able to talk about it and not crying, not break down, because I was in a dark place for the yeah. last 20 years. I mean, I just was. And I never really realized it until that weekend at NLE. And it it was it just it changed the trajectory of our lives. It it, it, it gave us a newfound hope. You know, it allowed us to dream again. We were in Oklahoma and we were doing great with our business, but we were in a little 2000 square foot warehouse. Right. You know, I had had another facility that I rented for storage, but I was fine. I could have lived there from now on and, and yeah. paid all the bills and had money in the bank and taken vacations and Denise could drive her Mercedes and do whatever yeah. she wanted to do. But right. I wasn't, it wasn't, there was a hole there. Wow. And, and, yeah. um, that's I awesome. didn't realize how deep that hole was until you patched it up or, or facilitated God patching it up. Amen. And, um, Amen. Man, well, you know, just... that's, you know, we talk about that and thank you so much for the acknowledgement, Steve. It really, it just touches my heart. You're going to make me cry. Uh, but we love coming in and facilitating for him and to come in there and help his people. Cause look, your life was working. you you had money, you were successful, you were doing all the things, but you knew also, you also knew that there was more, right? right. And, right. and that's what we tell people. Look, we know, we, we, you know, we don't want people to come in who are strung out on meth or, you know, have their head stuck right. in a bottle or, you know, just filed bankruptcy or just came into a divorce recently. We realize right. You know, we want people whose lives are working, but are ready to take this thing out and really stand in his kingdom and truly, truly build kingdom wealth and riches and right. to better off the kingdom and to glorify him in that process. And so, yes, we do have people that, you know, been sober for 12 months or two years. Great. We do have people like yourself that experience divorce. Great. Uh, we do have experienced people that come in that have bankruptcy, but it's happened in the past to where they have their life working like you have. You've yeah. been very successful and you were in a rut and we all get there and we yeah. need we need that spiritual kick in the butt, if you will. Right. Uh, and to get us out of that, because guys like you, man, you <laughs> guys like you, Steve, that's what I love. I was so excited about you accepting my request on our podcast because I want our listeners and our viewers to see what true kingdom wealth and kingdom entrepreneurship looks like. And that's you. Right. And you've God's given you that ability. Like you said, you walked 10 feet tall. You, you were, you were a David in, in that process. And you didn't even know what you did know. You just, you just right. had that confidence to walk into that place and sit there and walk into the, you know, Texas, uh, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state fair. Yeah. You know, Garth Brooks, you know, uh, John Lennon's estate, all these things. And you walk into this stuff. That's, that's favor because of your anointing and that gift. So thank, thank you. you, bro. I appreciate it. I, and uh, yeah, then you guys went on to leadership 300, which was awesome, but you Absolutely. and your wife are amazing. And then you show up at a storehouse and uh, I love that. I love seeing you guys hanging out there because it's, you know, it's a conservative, it's a conservative bent, right? Love it, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know there was a place on this earth like Storehouse and John and Tracy Eckert. Um, exactly. You know, Lindsay and Rob, they're, I mean, Matthew, I can't say enough about everybody there. They're yeah. amazing people. They, Richard they Beck walk and, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Richard, Richard and Sandy are amazing. They walk the walk and they, you know, it's, yeah. it's so refreshing, you know, it really is. It, it is. It's 
it's a rarity it's a rarity in uh, in in the church nowadays it is it and, is. It's, yeah. it's not going and getting your ticket punched. I mean, it's a lifestyle. You do life together and That's it's right. not just something you put on your resume that you're a Sunday morning, Wednesday night Christian. I mean, it's yeah. a daily thing. I tell Denise all the time, there's stuff going on every single night. Either the kids have youth or she's got ladies or they're men. There's something prayer going room. on all the time over there. The prayer room. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's, it, it's, the, it's the real deal. And uh, Tracy just let me know that her her uh, eight part series is coming out on Sid Roth pretty soon, which is really cool. Awesome. And awesome. she's an amazing deal. And, and John is, and, and I love the, I love the guest speakers. I think it's, uh, it's, and I, what, you know, now that I know some more of your story, I'm going to make sure Tracy gets you up in that pulpit, bro. And, uh -oh. Uh -oh. and <laughs> look at him and, uh, and uh, spit some fire out there. All right. So with with all that and with, with your coming to Oklahoma or from Dallas from Oklahoma to Dallas how is how is Dallas and your business I know you've got that this this nutritional business thing going yeah. tell us how all that's going because I know you know you guys came in here like, like a like a hurricane man you guys you guys came in here you had like you know I don't know four semi full of stuff and you guys came in here plopped down and I mean that was what eight months ago a year ago how long ago it was, was six six months ago we six went months to NLE. ago my god it's yeah, crazy NLE in August it's what you've done in six months is amazing yeah I don't let the moss grow when I get an idea I I <laughs> jump on it and run with it we went to NLE I think it was the weekend of August August 8th, 6th yeah six yeah August 6th yeah we we went home that week came back the next Sunday to go to church at Storehouse, mm -hmm. found a house Monday following that, signed a contract on that and a contract on the warehouse here, and we're in Dallas two weeks later by September 1st. And, yeah, and, um, and, and I just want listeners, listen, this is some platinum. Every now and then I point out some platinum. Uh, what, what you're hearing is a man of action. OK, and when when, you know, I know a lot of times out there's people out there that I coach and, you know, they're saying I'm waiting there for everything to get just right. You know, and I always say, look, if you're if you're if you're going to the grocery store and you're waiting for all the lights to be green, you're going to starve to death. Right? right. And and what I love about you, Steve, is you're a man of action. You and Denise, like, come on. And that's why. And I love that you guys step out of the boat in that in that confidence and trusting in him and not worrying about the details. Just get it done, because I know when you got here, man, you were like it was. It, it was like it was a Chinese fire drill for you guys. It was nuts, man. Denise, Denise had breast cancer in 03 mm -hmm. and um, had major surgery back then. Started having pain about six, seven years ago in one of her breasts. Went in to have those implants taken out that they had done during her reconstruction. Doc, come to find out both of those implants had ruptured. And the doctor said they had been ruptured for years, mm. which led to her. Uh, developing autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. She got another set of implants put in, but then was still just kind of going downhill with her health. So she had been on this list to um, basically have an explant, have those taken out, and then mm -hmm. for them to use her own tissue to mm -hmm. um, in the reconstruction to, to form her breasts. And then COVID hit. So then she was put on a waiting list for like a year and a half, two yep. years. We get to Dallas in September, finally get the warehouse set up. Kelly Camp came on board with me because I went to NLE. So, yeah, right. Um, so Kelly's here helping me hey, run, run the show. Yeah, Kelly's awesome. And um, and then we get the call from, a, from Denise's surgeon who was in Fort Worth, get a call from him on a Friday and says, be at my office or be at the hospital at 730 on Monday morning. I've got a slot for you. And 
it was just like this whirlwind, major, major operation. It was a nine hour microsurgery with two surgeons. Um, and this is the point I'll start crying because my wife is amazing. Um, Come on, bro. She, um, I've got a video of her. She was so scared going into that surgery. And I've got a video of her laying there on, on, the, on the table, mm. listening to her praise and worship music, just singing and praising God and lifting her hands and the most beautiful thing. Mm. And, um, you, and you know, Denise, but if, if for those listening that don't know my wife, you need to know my wife because she's that. awesome. Yes. Awesome. Um, She's a force anyway, she's had a long, she's had a long recovery since then. She's almost hundred percent now. This was back in October. So it's yeah. been a long uh, recovery process, but she's doing amazingly well, but we moved to Dallas, get set up. She has surgery holidays hit, you know, it's been a whirlwind since we've been here, but man, Dallas is the land of milk and honey. I got to tell you, Amen. it's amazing. I've got my printer right across the street that prints all of our product labels for the stuff that we make awesome. um, suppliers here in town. I mean, it has opened so many doors and allowed us to scale this business um, faster than what I thought that we could scale it. And I mean, knock on wood, everything's going extremely well right now. I mean, it's well, just amazing. I, I love that because, you know, and Denise is, you guys, Denise is amazing. And uh, if you want to meet her, come to the storehouse and, and, and meet her. But uh, so with that, though, and I love that because, you know, velocity begets velocity. Yeah. Right. And so when you start moving, you know, God is the is the ultimate physicist. He's the one that created physics. He created all this. And so right. when you start, you know, when you start moving, then he gets to move. And what what right. I love that you've done, Steve, all your life, all your business, and you, you kept moving. And like everybody else, like all of us, we all get in ruts. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's all you needed is that spiritual kick in the butt and say, let's go. And you've got a wife that stands behind you and right. stands next to you and will stand in front of you in these times. And I, I love the way you just honored her She's and awesome. how, how she shows up so big. And I can't even believe it's been, you know, just almost seven months here since you guys moved here, because what you guys have done here in this past six, seven months, most people don't do in 10 years. And that's because God's got you anointed. Listen, Steve, you are, you know, I, I had Peter Lewis on here, I don't know, a year or so ago. Uh, and I, I was asking Peter, I said, how, how is it that, you know, we all have these gifts, but how do we stay anointed? He said, just stay with the anointed one who is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. And, Amen. and yes. how you show up in that process. And yeah, because you came in the storehouse, man, at a 45 degree angle, like you didn't know anybody. Next thing you know, I mean, you're, you're running the show. I mean, you're the man. I don't know about <laughs> you're that. The, you're it's, the man. it's an amazing, it's an amazing place to be to heal for, from the last 20 years. And they've sown into us um, in ways that they don't even know. And it's, mm. I can't say enough about, about storehouse and, and just our experience since we've been here in Dallas. And, and Good. it's all because Kelly said, she's not going to come to work for me unless I go to NLE. And then here you are and you're, you just lit the fire under my tail and, and uh, Good. it's awesome. Well, Kelly, Kelly's a fire starter. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And she really is. And every time I, she's, she's just, she's incredible. And you attract, you know, you, you, you 
are what you do is is you jump up high you get up there and you soar high where the eagles are soaring and i love that so all right so tell me what's next for steve hopkins and company i mean you've got this nutritional company you got this pet company this pet nutrition tell me what's going on and how do people get a hold of you how do people check you out how do people buy from you what what tell us how give us give us the give us the lowdown and the hoedown with steve well we're we're you know, we've got several websites in the works right now that um, whenever we moved here, we took down all of our company sites to have them rebuilt. We rebranded everything. Um, and hopefully those will be done within the next month or so. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. I don't post a whole lot because I'm I'm here working most of the time. <laughs> um, yes, you are. Or by email. But once the website goes live, you'll be able to catch me at, at hophopkins.com. Um so good. You know, All right. Yeah. So tell us about the. I know I've got uh, I've got written out down here. We've got Integrity Pet Nutrition LLC. This is your mainstay right now. It is. It is. I've, I've got I've got quite a few irons in the fire, but Integrity's Integrity's the mainstay. Lord willing, we want to build this thing and and sell it. You know, for a yeah. few million here yeah. in about five years. But um, you know, we we also want to do we also want to do ministry. We want to do big events. Um, you know, I, I want the world to know who Michael McIntyre is. Come I want, on, I want them to know. And, uh, and people like Dennis Lindsay, I want people, yeah. I want people to know you guys and how, how much you guys have helped to facilitate the transformation of, of Denise and I, our lives. And so that's, that's, what's on the horizon. We want to build the company. We've got several, uh, brands of pet products that we just, are in the process of signing national distribution deals for brick and mortar, um, which is amazing. Uh, doesn't really happen as fast as it's happened. It's just seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added to you. Amen. And, uh, Amen. you know, the Holy spirit has, has just done an incredible work in our lives and, and God continues to open doors and we just, we just keep walking through them until they close. So, well, you're incredibly modest about your businesses. You got, you do so well in this business and, and the way you start these deals and just, you just step out of the boat. I'm just so impressed with your entrepreneurship and uh, your kingdom leadership as well. So Steve, uh, I always ask everybody here, uh, what, if any books, I know you don't have a lot of time, but maybe you listen to audibles. Uh, what is it that you're reading now if, or something interesting recently? And also what scripture you're sitting on? I'm reading a book by Corey Russell. Um, My man, Corey. Prayer. Corey's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm reading, reading his book on prayer. Um, I would recommend for the entrepreneurs out there to read Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Good. Um, yeah, and and stay in the Word of God. I mean, come on. You know, that's that's been my life source that's got me through it. And, and you know, it's just uh, I got to attribute success and all of that, even though I was kind of down and out when it came to, to corporate worship and church, I still had this relentless pursuit of holiness. I still knew there was more to being a Christian than just, I needed, I needed more for myself and my family. And, and as long as you're pursuing God, he's going to, he's going to reveal himself to you. And that's what happened over this, this last year with, with you guys and NLE and, and, uh, you know, just, just chase God, man, re re the relentless pursuit of holiness. That's, that's probably my, that would probably be the name of my book, my memoir. Come on, there it comes. Thank you, Jesus. There I knew it, it was going to yeah. come here somehow. So it came on, it came on the next level podcast. How, yeah, there you how go. cool is that? All right. So, uh, 
you know, what, you know, one of the things that I've been studying in, in the Old Testament, you know, and um, I think I preached about it at Storehouse a while back, but I think one of the things that's really helped me a lot is if you make time for God, he'll make time for you, right? And I yeah. think that's, I think that's what you're referring to is, is if you keep pursuing him and keep, ch keep chasing after him and take time out for him, you know, and it's hard for guys like us, I think, I think you're probably in my category of, you know, what's next, what's next, what's next type, you know, <laughs> yep. you know, I got to start two or three deals a month. Otherwise I feel like I'm not doing anything. And so exactly. I get it. And so, but I do have to tend to spend time and, you know, with the Lord so he can spend time with me in that place of, of, of bringing me nourishment that I need, spiritual right. nourishment that I need, right. because, because otherwise, man, I'm like, you know, it, I think I, I do, I get addicted sometimes to what's next. Yeah. Right. And I, so I think, you know, and I know, you know, that feeling, you know, because that's the way we're wired. And that's the way God's made us. But I right. do know that he also says, be still. That's and, right. And my be still might only last for 10 minutes, but I, but I, could, but, but I do it, you know, yep. so, you know, how do you, how do you find that time, Steve, for you? Man, you got to take a, you got to take a Sabbath every week. You've got to, you've got to take a, a day just to decompress. And um, for us, usually it's, you know, from Friday night, all day Saturday. And uh, we just take time to be with each other and to, to let work stay at the office and spend time with the kids. And, um, you know, that's, that's really what it's all about. It's just, it's that rejuvenation that you get. Yeah. Um, when you take time to, to be still, like you said, and, and rest and listen to God and, and allow him to speak to you. So that's really, man, if, if there's anything that keeps me grounded, it's, it's taking that time to rest. Good. And, and I, it, it's hard for me because there's, there's, I mean, Saturday morning rolls around. I drink that first cup of coffee and I crack open the computer to start reading the news of the day and, yep. and the wheels start turning and I'm like, all right, baby, let's roll. Let's jump into something here. And Denise will come close the laptop and say, come on. <laughs> so good. that's good. Well, I think we're, I think we're brothers from a different mother. I know that. And, yeah. uh, and I, Steve, I just thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Please tell Denise, I said, Hey, and uh, thanks for joining us here on the next level experience, man. Any, any final words you want to share or some wisdom you want to share with our listeners? Man, it's just been an honor. It's, it's been an honor to be with you. It's been an honor knowing you and Stacy and Brianna, you guys are amazing. Your team's amazing. I, I just, and, and I don't want people to think I'm just brown nosing or kissing your butt. You've changed my life, man. <laughs> You've changed my life. And, and I don't know how, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but it's like, if you knew me a year ago, you would be able to see the difference Come on now. And I mean, for the first four months after NLE, I cried every day. Denise is, I mean, I, would just say, <laughs> I, love I can't it. believe I'm back. I found my way back. Not only this fire, you know, for God and, and reaching the world for him, but just dreaming again and knowing that I can build this company into something more than, you know, 20 grand a month, what was, was what we were bringing in in Oklahoma. Right. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And I, I, I owe it, I, I, you know, I owe it to God, but I, I thank you guys so much, man, for facilitating that. Man, you're so kind, you, man. You made my day. You made my week, bro. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah. Wow. Gosh. Listen, I live for these kind of moments for guys like you that get it, that understand it. The guys that are the, 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 the fire starters, the guys that are the flamethrowers, the ones that get out there, that jump out of the boat, that can't wait to find a boat to jump out of. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's who you are, man. You and Denise are 
ballers in his community, man. And I just thank, thank you. you for that. Thank you for the thank you. thank you for the endorsement. Thanks for being here, man. Listen, I can't wait to your your stuff. Your your website gets up. Uh, Steve Hopkins, his wife, his family. This guy is 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 walking it out, man. He really is. And I know a lot of you out there are thinking, man, I'm kind of stuck too. I've done okay. Just go to the website at themichaelmcintyre.com and sign up. It doesn't cost you anything. You can bless us at the end if you do want it, to. Do and if you don't want to, that's fine too, because we're not about that. We're about here of just taking care of his people and helping helping yeah. get that fire started again. Because look, here's the deal. What you know, we help Steve. Steve goes out there, he builds this multi-hundred million dollar company. He sells it, he keeps making it, he puts pores back into the kingdom, and then people get blessed and they tithe and they bless and they give offerings. And that's how the kingdom's built. And that's that's, that's what the, it's all about. That's the matrix of the genius that Jesus laid down for us. And uh, and then when Acts came in the fire, we got the flamethrower to come in there and really bring it in. So um well listen man i, I look forward to seeing you in the next uh, fire tunnel at storehouse bro. <laughs> there we go there we go and, uh, awesome, thanks man. so much thank for you spending so much. time yeah you man my pleasure yeah god bless you steve thank you all right talk to you soon man you got it thank you for listening to the next level podcast don't forget to subscribe rate review and share for more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.